The views expressed on this program are not necessarily the views of Lexington Community Radio or its board of directors. The views expressed are solely those of the programmers. You are listening to Off the Cuff. Now, here's your host, Adam Banks. Welcome, everybody, to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks, broadcasting live from Lexington, Kentucky. Thank you for listening to the show, and thank you for tuning in to WLXU 93.9 FM. In addition to listening to us on the radio, you can check out our Facebook live stream at Off the Cuff with Adam Banks, or you can download the WLXU app on your smartphone device to listen anywhere in the entire world. Amber Turner is in the studio with me. Amber, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. And believe it or not, I know we say this every year. Yeah. But the holidays are upon us. Oh, yeah, they are. Thanksgiving is here. I just want everybody to know that next week is going to be a replay show. We're not going to be live in studio because it is Thanksgiving. So next week, when you tune in, you're going to be hearing this broadcast. So we got to make it good. So I get a week off is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. This show is going to be played twice. Okay. So we got to make it good. Amber, you can't you can't sell this show short today because it's going <laughs> to be played twice. Thank you for putting twice. all that pressure on me. Yeah, it's going to be a good show. we got Zach Hall from Knott County in the studio. A lot of a lot of feedback we've been getting from that guest that Oh we're yeah, we're going to have on today. We're very excited. See what kind of trouble he brings. Yeah, yeah, and if anybody can bring trouble, it's that guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's going to be joining us later on in the hour, so we're looking forward to talking to him. Uh, fascinating guy, just in general. Yes, it lives a very fascinating life. Yeah, I got a lot to ask him, and uh, I look forward to putting him in the off-the-cuff hot seat Okay, later on in the show. So, yes, Thanksgiving is next week, Amber. I, I love Thanksgiving. It's a holiday that, for me, it's like Halloween. No pressure. Okay. Like the other, the other holidays, Christmas, Valentine's Day, you got a lot of pressure. Yeah. Thanksgiving, no. You just go, you feel your belly, you're fine. Well, but now somebody's carrying pressure. The, I mean, the it might not be you, but... Somebody's carrying pressure. <laughs> so, what are your family traditions on Thanksgiving? Do you do anything special? My family's terrible, Adam. We've talked about this a thousand times. So you don't... But I have a new family. I have my in-laws, and they actually, uh, my mother-in-law can cook better than Betty Crocker. Mm-hmm. So, um, I will be stuffing my face on Thanksgiving <laughs> with so, my new family. Yeah. That's what's great about in-laws. You, yeah. You, you can get a whole new family if you don't like your other one. Yeah, like trade-in. Yeah. So. Upgrade. <laughs> So yes, uh, I, I, it's we have a lot to be thankful for. Both of us do. Yes, we do. And um, I, you know, I just want to start off by telling everybody what I'm thankful for. Okay. Because it is the the time to let everybody know that. Uh, the first thing that I want to say I'm thankful for is is my family. Uh, I'm not married, but I do have a really good immediate family: mom, dad, sister. You do I do? Yeah, and they're they've been very supportive. They've They've been great, and I'm, yeah. and I think that God could have chose two more perfect people to be my parents. So I'm very thankful for that. Very thankful for my friends. I feel like true friends are hard to find. I feel like if you you can count your true friends on one hand if you cut off three fingers. And uh, true friends, they're supposed to encourage us. They're supposed to motivate us, and they're they're supposed to push us to do better. And I feel like that the friends that I have surrounding me do that. So I'm thankful for my friends. Yeah, I'm thankful for the roof I got over my head. Okay, uh, my my house is my home base. You you've been to my apartment I know. before. It's it's immaculate. No, I wouldn't say immaculate, <laughs> but it's my home base, and it's my place where I can 
wind down and and be myself. I'm, yeah. I'm thankful that uh, the good Lord has given me laughter and joy in this world. I feel like that those two things only come from God. So the fact that I have both of those, that I can laugh a lot and I have a lot of joy in my life, that's a blessing. That's something to be thankful for. Yeah. So very for thankful for that. I'm also thankful, Amber, that I can live out my dream. Yeah. I have my dream job. I'm on the radio and I'm on TV. And the two things that I've always said I wanted to do, I got to do. How many people do you know that get to live out their dream? Not many. Not many. Not many people are in the position that you're in. Yeah. It wasn't an easy road getting here, but you're here. I always said that I wanted to host a TV show. And one day it hit me while I was hosting the TV show, right in the (laughs) middle of it. I'm like, oh my God, I'm hosting a TV show. And and just like radio, I always wanted to host a radio show and here we are. Here we are. So the fact that I'm actually getting to live out what I want to do is is something to be thankful for. And uh, even my full-time job as a college professor, I'm very thankful for that position because it's... I love my job. I don't dread it. Work is 60% of our life. I would say dang near 60%. So the fact that I do enjoy waking up and going into work doesn't bother me. I love that, and uh, that's a blessing. So I'm also thankful for my health. Yeah. If you're not healthy... Nothing else matters. You can have all the millions and millions of dollars in the world, and if you're not healthy, what's that do for you? Nothing. Yeah. Ain't going to do nothing for you. Because think about it. When you're sick, the only thing you can think of is, what am I going to do? How, the only thing you're thinking of is, how am I going to get better this Exactly. Time? Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. So, you, would you like to share with the things that you're thankful for? I'm just thankful for change and growth that I've had this year just as a person. And I'm just very thankful for my husband. Yeah. And I've already said my in-laws. And, again, I'm thankful for my friends, like you said. And I'm also thankful for you. You have opened my eyes to something that I never knew that I was going to have so much passion doing. And here I am. You know, living out your dream and my own. Yeah. So I'm thankful for you. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. I'm thankful for you as well. You better be. I'm your your ride. And I I did not mean to leave you (laughs) off that list. So I definitely definitely am thankful for you. Uh, You are a blessing to have in my life. So, yeah, a lot to be thankful for. And tell the people, uh, folks, that at home that you're... Those listening at home, tell them that you're thankful for the people that are in your life because good people are hard to come by. Better say we're thankful for Piddle and Ralph, too. Who's that? Piddle and Ralph. I don't know who that is. They're my dogs. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Black Friday, ladies and gentlemen, will be here. We can't talk about it next week because we're not going to be on the air live. But next Friday is Black Friday, the biggest shopping extravaganza of the entire year, the biggest shopping day of the entire year. Are you going to go? Yes. I hate shopping, but uh-huh. I will go to Black Friday just to participate in the in the people watching. Okay. Just to see people push people around. Okay. Yeah. So I've, I've done some research on Black Friday because I've wondered where does that even come from? Why do they call it Black Friday? Yeah. So this is the research that I uh, came up with for Black Friday. It's a na- Black Friday is the name given to the shopping day after Thanksgiving. It was originally called Black Friday because the volume of shoppers created traffic accidents and sometimes even violence. Police coined the phrase to describe the mayhem surrounding the congestion of pedestrian and auto traffic in downtown shopping areas. So they basically, it was uh, first recorded in 1966. That's when it was 
an official name, Black Friday, okay. by the name of Earl Applebaum. Or an Earl Applebaum is a dealer in rare stamps. And he says that uh, the name Black Friday is the name that the Philadelphia Police Department, uh-huh. the Philadelphia Police Department, as I know, working. It usually brings massive traffic jams and overcrowded sidewalks as the downtown stores are mobbed from opening to closing. Okay. So that's why we have Black Friday. And the violence, Amber. Since 2010, Black Friday violence has resulted in 12 deaths and 117 injuries. I mean, I can see that. I can see that. The states that are most... That have the most violence in them uh-huh. are Arkansas, okay. Tennessee, well. West Virginia, North Carolina, and Alabama. Where's Kentucky on that None list? of those come as a surprise, though, <laughs> do they? <laughs> are, you, are you making fun of the South? I would never do a thing like that. So, the, on the other hand, the safest states in the entire country uh-huh. are Vermont, Oregon, Rhode Island, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. Okay. Which also makes sense. <laughs> that also makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. So... Uh, Listen at this. The um, in 2019, a man was shot to death in a mall parking lot in Canada. Wait, what? He was shot. To he death? was shot to death in a mall parking lot okay. from Black Friday in 2018. Three people were shot, one fatally sh- uh, injured in an Alabama shopping mall. In 2017, five people were injured in Black Friday violence, uh, and the brawls were in Walmart. <laughs> And actually, Walmart is the most popular place for violence to occur for Black Friday. I mean, I just, there is nothing at Walmart that would physically make me want to shoot somebody or brawl with someone. Yeah, it says it was the site of 57% of Black Friday incidents within the last decade. And I say probably the reason for that is Walmart is a retail giant, so they have more stores than anybody else. Well, yeah. So the probability has increased tremendously for. And they usually do have the best deals. Yeah. That usually is where your biggest crowd is going to be. Yeah, but haven't you noticed, though, after you do all this Black Friday shopping and you put yourself through it, that you go the very next day on Saturday and they have everything stocked on the shelves of everything that you push people out of the way for on Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Those dollar towels are immediately $1.25 and they're right there on the shelf. Yeah. And I can walk right up and grab one. Yeah. And the deals don't hardly change. No, they don't. And, and, And if you just wait and be patient, they actually have deals for people like me who do last minute shopping because on black friday i don't really do shopping i I people watch okay so my shopping occurs the last minute (laughs) and they call that green monday they call that green or is it cyber monday no 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 green Monday. it's it's supposed to be for last minute shoppers so they do last minute deals okay cyber monday is a very popular because it's online yeah and online is just convenient anyway so people are doing a lot of online shopping these days yeah i usually take advantage of cyber monday yeah. 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 So, and there you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got lots more off the cuff coming at you live right after these words. So stick with us. We will be right back. Welcome back, everybody, to Off the Cuff. Adam Banks here with you. Amber is also in the studio with me. All right, Amber, local media had a splash announcement this week, Tuesday. Did you hear the announcement from Lee Cruz? I did. I was glued watching that. 
So the popular talk show hosts Lee Cruz and Haley Harmon announced Tuesday plans to return to television in early 2020. The longtime pair will host the Lee and Haley Show, which will air weekdays on WTVQ ABC 36. The show will debut on Monday, February the 17th. So everybody, uh, if you don't know about this, uh, Lee Cruz worked for WLEX. He worked for WLEX for about 20 years as a very popular on-air personality. And he's got a lot of notoriety. Uh, One day, him and Haley Harmon, uh, another local talent, decided to start a talk show. Very similar to what I do on Midday Kentucky, where you have just... Two hosts sitting there talking about hot topics, interviewing guests, things like that. So very much like the format that we got. Well, that show's been going on since 2017. Well, just last May, Lee Cruz, in all of his professional career... He had one slip-up that caused him to lose his job. He made a comment about the royal baby, WLEX Candon. Well, ABC 36, on the day he was fired, reached out to him, according to Lee, and said that they were in deals with working a new show for him to come to ABC 36 and work and uh, do a show. So, of course, Lee said he is interested in doing that, but he wants his co-host, Haley Harmon, to come with him. Yeah. Well, the news broke Tuesday that she is coming with him over to WTVQ. She is going to be hosting the show with Lee Cruz, live with Lee, Lee and Haley. Okay, I was going to ask what it's called. Yeah, and it uh, is supposed to air February the 17th, so in a couple months, early 2020. And the reason for that is because Haley has a non-compete clause okay. where she has to wait six months yeah. from the time she last broadcasted with the LEX until she's on a new station. Until she can, yeah. Yes. That's understandable. Yes. So um, it says that prior to going live with the new show, Cruz and Harmon are planning on making several public appearances together. So for a complete list of upcoming events, you can uh, check out uh, LeeandHaley.com for that. Um, Lee says that he's going to be making an announcement tomorrow on Good Day Kentucky at 9 a.m for what the time slot is, because we know that the show is starting in February, but we don't know what the time slot is. Okay. Now, here's what is um, kind of where I come into play on this. Yeah. People are asking me, well, Adam, what's going to happen to Midday Kentucky? Yeah. People are saying, are they going to replace your show? And I, I don't know. I'm here to tell you, I don't know. I'm like, Everybody else out there. I've known for a while that Haley and Lee were coming to a Lexington TV station, but I didn't know it was ABC 36. Yeah. Very happy to have them over there. I think that it's going to bring great numbers to the station. Oh, yeah. And I think that with their popularity, I think that it's... I didn't know how popular they were until they made the announcement that they were coming over to ABC 36. I mean, thousands of people reached out to them, and it was all positive. I really didn't read one negative thing about Lee or Haley reuniting. Yeah. So it is a positive thing, which is great. I've learned to to really appreciate that station, the people there, the talent there, and I really care about them, and I want that station to succeed. But what concerns me is that Lee and <laughs> Haley's show on WLEX was previously at 1230, yeah. the same time slot that the midday. TV that Midday Kentucky is, the show that I frequently co-host on ABC 36 at 1230. So I'm wondering, is this show going away? Because people are asking me, is Midday Kentucky canceled? I'm here to tell you, 
I don't know. I'll be watching Good Day Kentucky with the rest of the state tomorrow to find out what time their time slot is. I don't know. What do you think? I don't think that you guys are going to get canceled. I think that Lee and Haley have a new platform. It's, you know, we have a saying, you know, it's the same game, just new plat, you know, new field. Yeah. They've got a new field. They can do things differently than what they've done at LEX. So I don't really think they're going to go straight back into the same old, same old. Lee's had a break. He's going to get back in now, get his feet wet again. I, I think I think you're going to be fine. I hope. I, I hope. think you're going to be fine. I, I mean, it's like one of those things. It's like if it if it happens, hey, one door closes, another one opens. You never know. I feel like Jimmy Kimmel back in 20, let's see, was it 2010 when that whole Jay Leno, Conan O'Brien thing was going on? Yeah. And, uh... It, ABC was flirting with Jay Leno, wanting him to come and do a show the same time slot as um, the rest of the late night shows do. Well, Jimmy Kimmel's on during that time slot, so he was like, can somebody let me know over here if Jay Leno's coming to ABC so I'll know if I have my job or not? That's kind of how I feel. Can can you let me know the time slot, Lee, please? I think, I think you're going to be fine. I'm concerned. But no, uh, I'm very happy to have Lee Cruz and Haley Harmon at ABC 36. Welcome to the ABC 36 family. I think you guys are going to do great. I think it's a it's a step in the right direction yeah, for thirty six. Yeah, it is. I think if you want to ask me when the perfect time slot would be for that show would be four to five. I I would agree with you on that one because that leads right into the five o'clock news. Yep, and I mean they're competing with KYT News and WLEX News, so there you go. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. All right. You know what else is going to be interesting? I, I see the excitement on your face on this. Our, our next guest, who is going to be in studio, I'm very excited to welcome him in. But before we do that, we got to take off-the-cuff Song of the Week break. Okay. And uh, if you had to take a wild stab in the dark of what it's going to be, what would you say? What was the song I was talking about a little earlier? Oh, you're really going to play that? Yeah. Okay. You're being a little controversial today. <laughs> is there curse words in this song? Probably. Maybe not. Because I, I didn't get the radio edited version. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, roll down them windows. Enjoy Off the Cuff Song of the Week. We'll be right back after the song. Enjoy. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, well, strange cutoff from that song, but welcome back. And that was the song that I was going to play, Amber Wild Thing. We need to fire our producer. I know. He's playing music. I know. What's but, going on over there? But I tell you one thing that is going on, and I just saw this uh, the other day. The, did you ever have a razor phone? You know I had the razor. The razor phone. You was, know I did. Was probably honest to God my favorite phone I've ever owned. And what's weird is you know we've had this conversation all throughout our life, and I don't understand why we always used to talk about the razor. But I have to say, you have always been a fan. They should probably let you demo the phone. Yeah, the iconic Razor is making a comeback. It uh, keeps the same general form factor, but replaces the T9 keypad in small LCD with a 6.2-inch foldable plastic panel. And it's going to be released by Android. It's going to cost $1,500 when it arrives in Whoa. January 2020. You going to pay that? I'm not paying that. The iPhone's 1100 I'll stick with my iPhone. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, I love the Razer, but I don't like it that much. I do like the Razer, and I'll tell you why I like it. I like it because it's a flip phone. Well, and yeah, but I mean, you, you said a key word there, plastic. It, what do we do with plastic? We break it. I'm not going to spend $1,500 on something I can break in five minutes. And there was nothing like having a flip phone 
after a conversation was over, you could just flip that phone, slide it in your pocket, and you really felt like you just got off of a phone call. You just don't want to butt dial people anymore. That's exactly what it is. And that's the biggest thing. It was impossible to butt dial people when you had a flip phone. I mean, the iPhone... You probably still found a way to do it. No. The iPhone, I butt dial people constantly. I know. With the flip phone, it made it impossible to do. So I'm a fan of the flip phone. I think that flip phones... I think iPhones are eventually going to follow suit and do some type of flip phone option eventually because I think the Razer is going to be something that Android is it could surpass Apple. This Razer is going to be huge. I I think you're I think you're you're building it up too much. Well, it's it is well everybody was crazy about the BlackBerry too and didn't and that, to, that's gone. Yeah, that that went away. Yeah. But the Razer was real. That was a real phone. Yeah, but that was different times. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take another commercial break. And when we come back, we got Zach Hall in studio. Looking forward to that. Can't wait. So we will be right back after these words. And this is my time. Welcome back, everybody, to Off the Cuff. Adam Banks here with you. Amber is also in the studio with me. Ladies and gentlemen, I am very happy to introduce in studio with me, he is a reality show shooter and producer, Zach Hall, all the way from Knott County, Kentucky. Zach, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, Adam and Amber. Thank, thank you for remembering me. You're automatically our favorite, my favorite guest we've ever had now. Uh, your mom would kill me if I forgot you. Oh, Plus, geez. I love you. So. Okay, okay. See, I get love over here. Let me talk Let me talk a little bit about how Zach is so special just right off the bat. Zach is from Knott County, mine and Amber's hometown, our home county. Zach is one of us from Holly Bush. Holly Bush. Not yeah. Hollywood, Holly Bush. That's the name of my book, Holly Bush to Hollywood. <laughs> You have a book? No, not yet. Okay. I think you should have a book, though. I should, yeah. Maybe, one day. You already got a, a killer name. Right, yeah. That was a, okay, so, Zach, I, I've said this before. You're probably one of the most fascinating people that I've ever met, just in general. Well, thank you. Yeah, you really are. In 2018, you launched a campaign for county judge executive in Knott County. And I'm not just saying this because you're sitting here in front of me. That was probably one of the best campaigns I'd, I'd ever seen locally ran by anybody. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, you did one heck of a job. And I think that your biggest thing, what you really tapped into that a lot of people really appreciated was your use of of social media. Yeah. And the things that you were doing, Zach, like you were Facebook living county meetings. You were posting pictures of of public record, I might add, yeah. but you were posting pictures of where the money in the county was going and what people were making, the salaries. I loved it. There was a lot of people that weren't happy with me, but uh, yeah, but it was all public information. Anybody could get it, and I was just putting it out there for people to see. Yeah, you know, and I, it just it was something that I thought people needed to know, and just bringing it to their attention, and and just opening that floodgate and let people make their own decisions. But the thing about it is, as you say, people were mad at you. I don't get it because it's public record. Yeah, you were just ex- you were just giving everybody access to what they really already had access to. You were just making it easier for them. Exactly. And but yeah, I, I saw some of that stuff that you were doing, and I was like, wow, bold, bold. It was genius. Stuff. It re- it really was a genius move. I mean. Just know that a lot of us watched the campaign, even though we're we're not living in Knott County, and regardless of who won, it did not affect our daily life, but I watched that campaign because of you. 
Well, we come from an area where a lot of things are just swept under the rug, you know, and people turn a blind eye. And that was what all I was wanting to do was just stop that. Like, yeah. we just needed to put a halt to that. And I think we've finally done that. I think the administration right now has done a good job of stopping that. And uh, we've turned uh, we've turned a corner. Things are starting to change, and it's it's I'm happy with it. Well, I really kept an eye on your campaign because, ironically, I worked uh, on a campaign during that election. Uh, I still don't think the right person won for the, the, the <laughs> county clerk. Is that what it was? County, cl- county circuit clerk. Circuit clerk. It's been so long, I can't even remember. And I said it so many times during radio ads, but um, I I saw that county judge race so close and i was like zach's got it in the bag zach's got it in the bag and i was so upset when you fell when you fell short to it i gotta ask though at any time because you were really making waves did anybody ask you to drop out of the race and join their team no nobody asked me to uh i'll tell you it's i didn't get to do as much as i wanted to because i work on the road you know kind of like I'm a, I'm a TV producer, yeah. So I'm always gone. So during this whole campaign, I'm also in the bush. So there's two or three months at a time that I'm without phone, without internet. So I'm not able to make waves. You know, I'm just out in out in the wild. Why did you feel like though that you would have been the best man for the job when you launched your campaign for county judge executive? I I just felt like uh, I was just honest. You know, it was it was a different. It was a different. Uh, it was a different tactic than. It was a different approach than I was used to. And you know, somebody else stepped up there that I felt was also open and honest, and and I was I was happy to to be able to step away and go work a little bit and and feel comfortable with not putting everything into it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have left for a job. You know. But you're still very active in the county. See, you didn't, when the campaign ended and uh, Jeff Dobson became the new county judge executive of Knott County, he made you the director of tourism for Knott County. Tell me a little bit about that position and what you do. Well, you know, I get to help plan these big events for our county, and I get to go out and talk about our county and how awesome it is. Yeah, We've got the largest trail system in the state. A lot of people don't know that. And now they do, man. And now they do. And now they do. That trail ride, I have never been there. Have you been there, Amber? I've not. Yeah. Maybe we should go. Yeah. Can, Maybe you should. What? You guys should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what, some of the, what are some of the things that people would experience if they went to the trail ride in Knott County? Well, obviously, friendly people. Look at us. I mean, you know, friendly people. <laughs> exactly. But, but it's not just the trail ride. This trail system, it's the biggest off-road trail system in the state. Like, you can go there, and you can park, and you can ride over 40,000 acres. Wow. ATVs, Jeeps, off-roading. I mean, it's just a fun time. It's just... And we have the largest sand beach in the state. A lot of people don't know that. Wait, the largest what now? The largest sand beach in the state. Is, is Are you talking beach. about the Car Creek? That is the largest <laughs> sand beach in the state. You Are, would not know that. But but now we do. But now you do. So if so if people, if you're looking to go to the beach, because you hear all the time, oh, if I can just get to a beach in Knott County, there is a sand beach that you could visit. And, a, and it's the largest, it's apparently. It's the largest in the state. And I've been there. I have been there. I have been there. And I, I used to think that's what the ocean looked like when I was a kid, was <laughs> oh, the Car Creek Lake. Because before I seen the ocean, because it was sand. And I was like, oh, this is what the beach looks like. And everybody was calling it the beach. But that is that is cool. I did not know that so uh what all other things might we expect to see come to knock county or what are some of the ideas that you want to 
put in place for our residents and to help with visitors coming to Knott County? Well, surprisingly, we don't have any overnight lodging there. Like, no hotels. So, like the that. motel on 80 is gone? It's gone. Oh, wow. Yeah, but that was a stop, and I'm trying to think of a polite way to say uh, that. Hourly rate? <laughs> it was hourly rate. Okay. I think you can literally pay f- by the hour for that hotel room. I don't even think you paid <laughs> That's what money. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> no, could you imagine how? I mean that, but that was a legitimate business at that, one point in time. Yeah, it was that hotel was. But uh, but hopefully within the next year we'll have uh, a bunch of cabins set up on top of our mountain up there where our trail system is. And that would be really fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, with a, a lot more cabins, we can have overnight lodging coming in, and that's more money with economic development, which brings in more jobs mm-hmm. and more businesses, and will help our little area grow. Yeah. And what I like about lodging is with lodging, you can put restaurants up, you can put things to do for people who are staying in the at the lodges. So that just uh, it just trickles down to exactly. more and more that you can do. And uh, Knott County also has a sportsplex, a really nice facility yep. uh, that a lot of people don't know that's that's there. And with this lodging, if we get this lodging coming in, we'll be able to use that sportsplex to do uh, tournaments and stuff with baseball. In the summers, basketball tournaments in the winter, and AAU tournaments are a big draw too. So it's a good thing. AAU tournament. Have you ever been to the sports place? I have been to the sports place. Yeah. It was really nice. I think I went within the first couple of months it was opened. Uh, the bowling alley was still open when I was there. Amber, have you been to Knott County? Uh, not in like the last <laughs> five years. <laughs> On the show thread, Crystal says, how about tent camping up there beside cabins? Besides cabins. How about tent camping up there besides cabins? We do have tent camping up there. Oh, so you can do... And we have RVs. We have uh, 30, 35 spots, I think, right now for RV camping hookups. Right and, I, and I imagine that people from all over... Yeah, we get, we get spots. I mean, people from Ohio are still camping up there right now, Ohio, Indiana. So how do you go about getting a permit, or do you need a permit to, to bring your RV? And I know at, at Car Fork you have to have a permit to camp. Uh, they can just call. Our, uh, you, can, you can get online, our Facebook page. It's uh, Mind Made Adventure Park. You okay. can call that, set up a reservation, show up, and it's like 35 bucks a night for uh, water and electricity. And then you can just go riding. Why is it that you love Knott County so much, Zach? It's home. <laughs> yeah. It's home. There's good people there. My granny. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. your granny's my there. My granny, my mama. Mm-hmm. I just love it. Yeah, and you just want to give back to the community. I just want to give back. The biggest thing is, I just I grew up there, and there's not a lot to do. And that's why it's awesome that I get to do this tourism stuff. Because I want something to do there when I'm there, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I want something to, for the kids to do, you know? And, like... As these kids grow up, they're going to need something to do, and their kids are going to need something to do. So if we can create these things for them to do, it's just going to be awesome. I mean, like you said earlier, with the overnight lodging, there's going to be more things that come. If we can create these fun things to do, there's going to be more and more to go with it. Yeah. Think about all the things that we had to go out of town for when we were in high school. If we wanted to go to the movies, if we wanted to go bowling, if we even wanted to go out to eat for prom, we had to go to a different county. To do yep. these things. Exactly. I mean, has how prosperous, though, would a movie theater or a bowling alley be in a small area like Knott County? Because it's not like I'm sure people haven't thought of these ideas before. So is there a reason why we not, aren't seeing these things go up? Well, now it's because the population's leaving. There's no jobs that 
are there for the common working people to sustain that you know the coal mines have closed down so the average joe he's not there working to take his family to that yeah so we got to create these other jobs through factories and all that so that people can do that and i really think not county being in the little central hub is where if we can create the fun spot all these other counties can come to us mm-hmm. to have the fun you yeah. know and so that's that's my goal. And, and, I mean, it sounds kind of selfish, but what I really want to do is when I get off these crab boats from Deadliest Catch and stuff, I want to be able to go home and just drive like 20 minutes, 10 minutes, and watch a movie, not drive two hours to Lexington to a good theater, you know? <laughs> yeah. But let's talk about that really quick. I, uh, you, don't, you do more than just the tourism director of Knott County. You do a lot, actually. And uh, we're going to talk about it on our next segment because we don't. I'm getting a, a signal right here. i got to go to commercial break. So we're going to talk about Zach being uh, the shooter and producer on – are you the producer on these shows as well? Yeah. On Deadliest Catch – Swamp People, yeah, and am I forgetting one? Uh, Expedition Bigfoot. Expedition Bigfoot, which is premiering in December. Yeah, two weeks. I, I, and I've seen the trailer. I'm, I'm geeking over it, and I can't. <laughs> I really can't wait to have this conversation. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got more Zach Call in studio coming up after these words. Stick with us. I'm a country boy. I got a four-wheel drive. I'm in my bed. I'll take you for a ride up city streets, down country roads. I can get you. Welcome back, everybody, to Off the Cuff. Last segment of the hour, Adam Banks here with you. Amber is also in studio with me, and we're also joined by Zach Hall from Knott County. Zach Hall, also the shooter and producer of reality TV. And when we say reality TV, we're not talking about those Kardashians. We're talking about real, real reality. We're the talking about stuff. the good stuff. I, I don't know where to begin. Let's let's begin with uh, this Bigfoot expedition that's that's premiering in uh, December. So just to give everybody like a little brief description of what this is, as, uh, and Zach, correct me if I'm wrong, it says uh, an elite team of Sasquatch specialists, is what they're calling them, <laughs> journey into the unforgiving Oregon wilderness in search of Bigfoot. That's right. And the three-week expedition based on science and expertise may finally pull the elusive beast out of the pages of legend and lure into reality. So give us some... uh, You are the cameraman on this reality show. So this show that's going to be premiering in December. How many episodes is it? We've got eight episodes. Okay. And these people that you worked with... Like, are the Sasquatch specialists, what are some of the things that they're doing to search for Bigfoot? So I want to tell you this. They're not all specialists on Sasquatch. Uh, Dr. Maria Mayer, she is actually just a primatologist. She's a specialist in her field. Yeah. She discovered the world's smallest primate. Oh, wow. And she is actually a skeptic. Yeah. And uh, and she, we were lucky enough to get her out there just to look for this thing, like, just to have her out there looking for something that a lot of people think is just goofy and all this was tough. And uh, and to have her seriously looking for this, was, we were we were super lucky. It was like it was unreal. And uh, and then uh, our survivalist Russell, yeah, super tough dude. And he's 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 on the fence. He wants to believe, and so he's out there trying his best. But he's on the fence and. I think we, you know, you just got to watch the show. Yeah. See? Yeah. Why is it that people still want to believe in Bigfoot, you think? Well, it's one of those things. It's, it's, to me, it's, 
It's like Christmas, mm-hmm. you know, the anticipation. You want to open those gifts. The, after you're riding that high, when you open the gift, and you're kind of like, okay, Christmas is over. You want to find something. You want to see something. And once you get it, it's kind of, mm, I don't think people would be so fascinated if we found them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's the whole... We want to find this thing. Yeah. There's that. They're getting. They're getting something from it. They're getting that high from it. <laughs> so you can't reveal though if you found him yet. We just have to watch and see, right? Oh, we're on radio. I can look you right in the eye right now, and I can tell you everything I know. <laughs> With my eyes. <laughs> That's hey. Take it from me, guys. You want to tune in? Where and when can we watch this? It's on Travel Channel Sundays at 10 p.m. It'll premiere December 8th. Yeah. So it's. I'm excited about it. I'm, honestly, it's one of my favorite shows that I've worked on. It was tough. This was. I was going to say, you said survivalist. Like, were you out there staying in the wilderness while you guys were shooting? Well, see, here's the thing. I was with Russell, the survivalist. So uh-huh. we had two teams, and it was just me and Russell mm-hmm. alone. Yeah. So I got some stories. <laughs> oh, man. I can't really talk about them for a while, but I got stories. So oh, I'll have, have to come back. You're going to have to come back then because but, I, I want to hear about that. But, but dude, not just that. Uh, you also was uh, on another show, Swamp People, which I know a lot of my friends watch. And uh, those, to give a little description of what the Swamp People are, this is the Swamp People featured on the History Channel is a series uh, that... Um, it says, cameras follow members of this fiercely independent group as they struggle to preserve their way of life in the Atchafalaya. Is that how you say that? Atchafalaya. Atchafalaya. Why well, can't nothing have a normal sounding name to it? <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's in the swamp. But. <laughs> During the most important time of the year for them, alligator hunting season. Zach, there's three things in this world I'm scared of. Cats, snakes, and alligators. So, I... I am scared of alligators, but I'm fascinated with them. Oh, yeah. Hence why I posted a picture of you with an alligator opening up its mouth mouth on the off-the-cuff page. <laughs> uh, did you... Are you? Do you have a fear of alligators at all? Well, when you're in the boat with them, they start coming back to life, hissing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're standing there and you feel it smacking your leg, yeah, you start to feel a little like, hey guys, can we pop this one again? Yeah. I'm like trying to film and like looking over my shoulder like, this one's hissing, this one's hissing, let's shoot it again. Did you ever feel like at any point that you were going to get bit by an alligator? <sighs> Not really. I mean, because... You try to be as safe as you can, and if I felt like they were not being safe, I'm like, I'm going to be in that other boat, <laughs> you know? So it's like, you know, you, there's a, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's sometimes when you're like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was going to say, like, that, that would freak me out. Now, Swamp People, the new season premieres... I'm not sure of the date. Yeah, but it's coming soon. And it, how many episodes are typically? I think we're doing season? 13 episodes of that one. Okay, and it'll it'll be uh, it'll probably be more towards springish summer. Yeah, what's it like working with that cast? Because you talk about southern people, it's oh yeah, it's those guys on on swamp. I mean the accents. Oh yeah, they they call me Kentucky. They're, Come on, Kentucky, let go down now. <laughs> In the book, Kentucky. Been waiting on you all day, Kentucky. <laughs> so you, I mean, you really like these are the stars of the show. That's the people that the viewers yeah. see. But so you work with them yeah, side I work by close side with them. Yeah. yeah. So you know them. Like oh, you, yeah. if you wanted to call them right now, you probably could. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they'd answer. They'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't put you on the spot. No, they probably would answer. Actually. Yeah. I mean, that's that's amazing. Yeah. And like I said, we might set something up next time you come back. Yeah. Because I'd love to talk to the swamp people. And uh, do they get offended when? 
they get called the swamp people? No. Yeah. No, I mean, would you get offended if people called you a hillbilly? No. No, exactly. That's no. us. Yeah, that's who yeah. we are. I dressed up as a hillbilly for Halloween, and it was too easy, Zach. It was scary. It was yeah, so easy. Exactly. Yeah, because I, I, I had to get into character, but it didn't take much work to get into <laughs> character to be a hillbilly. But now the swamp people... And uh, this Bigfoot show is not the only thing you've done. Deadliest Catch. Now, I've watched a couple episodes on that, and I've told you this yesterday. I believe I messaged you. I My anxiety was off the chain watching these people and these boats and these slippery slopes and, and uh, these wet conditions and falling out of the boat in the middle of the ocean. Dude, how do you keep stability during it's, that? It's not easy. I mean, it's... Uh... It's tough, dude. It's a, it's a tough job. It's a tough gig, and you know you you earned your stripes. And I don't know why I keep going back. You know, I, I wonder, and I keep telling myself after every time I come back on land, that's the last time I'm going out. <laughs> yeah, it's the last time I'm going out. And I told myself after this last king crab season, it's the last time I'm going out. And I got a message two days ago. Hey, we booked your flight. You're coming back the day after Christmas. And I'm like, oh gosh. <laughs> You're going back out there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, man, I, I think, who knows? Did you at that, working on that show though? You came across some weather conditions, um, of course. Cause oh yeah. On the episodes, I'm seeing, yeah. I'm talking Truman Show storms that they had on the Truman Show. Did you ever stand up on the boat? Is that the best you got? No, no, because you don't want to tempt God. That no, way. not when you're in the middle of the ocean. When you look around and all you see is water. Every day's a struggle out there. Yeah. Like when you finally get some sleep you're like huh, i had three hours of sleep thank you did you ever feel like just going home quitting at any point like this oh every much? day yeah every day but then you're like why these people are out here doing this why you can do it i mean if somebody can do it you can do this like you just got to talk yourself into it and it's it's so tough but you know what I get the satisfaction of knowing millions of people are getting to see what I do. Yeah, like, millions of people's. Now they, here's the here's the thing. You got a show. You got a show on TV. I always dreamed about having a show. You get to be on the radio. Listen, I got a face for TV, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm behind the camera. Hey, <laughs> and and it has to be gratifying to know that millions of people is watching something that you had a part in. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm an Emmy nominated cinematographer. Yeah, you know, I'm a part of a group that's Emmy nominated cinematographer. Yeah, that, so uh, you should go to the Emmys. I mean, I'm sure you sh- you should be invited to that. Well, they they do invite us. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. yeah, that's a huge accomplishment. That is that's huge. cool stuff. Yeah, we get to be a part of all that, so it's awesome. You know. You, you jokingly say you have a a face for TV, but Zach, I'm I'm and again I'm not just saying this because you're in front of me. You are hilarious, and I think it just it's it's natural. And so many people in TV today they try so hard to be funny, and it's just natural with you. You moved out. I remember back when I was just starting college. You yep. went out to Hollywood, if yep. I'm not mistaken, and you tell me about that. You went out to try to make it out there? Is that what I you were doing? I didn't try. I went out there and wasted a bunch of money. <laughs> but but you, you was hanging around a very, probably, maybe one of the most powerful directors in Hollywood. Yeah, I went out there. You, you guys know our old buddy, Matt. Yeah. yeah. Me and Matt, we went out there and we just, you know, wasted some time and some money and Hey, I was there in the beginning days That's of your right. of putting together your productions. Do you remember coming to my house and releasing your music videos? I know, I know. That was I know. Oh gosh, those YouTube videos. That's my claim to fame. Were you were you st- when you were out in Hollywood, where were you staying? 
Uh, well, we stayed. Uh, we stayed with some of Matt's relatives and stuff out in the Hollywood Hills. Yeah, and, that yeah. had to be nice. Yeah, it, like, was, it was. It was fancy. And, and be- it, was, it was a little too bougie for me. I'm from. I'm from. Now, just so you guys know, too, I also just bought a house and I renamed my road Hollerwood. Okay. <laughs> I think I said, Is it the cabin? Is it yeah, a cabin? Like yeah. I, I think Holler- I've seen it. Hollerwood Boulevard. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, and it's. It's all about like just going after what you want, and not giving up, you know. But I do. I want to. I want to be in front of the camera some too. Yeah. So. Well, I told you. I, I think I have an idea, man, and I, I would love for you to work on this with me. Get on the camera with me. Get in front of the camera. I would love to have a reality show, and I don't like. I said I don't know who would watch it of me trying to make it in this business of TV and radio because of the things that are behind the scenes, people have no idea, and it's so interesting. The, you know, the interesting part about TV is what goes on behind the scenes. I know, right? Yes. So that's what we need to bring to light. And there's a lot of people out there in my position trying to do this. So I think it would work. What do you think? I think you do, you're a hustler. Yeah. And I think showing that hustle. But I'll tell you this, as a friend, <laughs> you don't ever want to be on reality TV because it's so hard, and I'm going to ask you to do the same thing a million times. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, do that again. I didn't get that shot. Sorry. <laughs> they call it reality. He would be fine with that, trust me. They, they call it reality, but... You are on real reality with this deadliest catch stuff and the swamp people, but the the show that I was pitching to you, it's semi reality because it's more documentative. Yeah, yeah, but I mean the the reality aspect of it is I'm going to follow you and I'm going to get all the reality I can, but to tell that stuff and to get those uh, the the stuff I need to connect the dots. I want to be like, all right, now I need you to push these buttons, <laughs> you know. So <laughs> so I got everything I need in reality. Push these buttons. Walk back in here a hundred times. Let me change my angle a hundred times. Yeah. You know, that's not the reality side of it, but you have to have it to make one coercive uh, course story, you know? Yeah. Well, Zach Hall, he's done it all, ladies and gentlemen. He's went out to Hollywood. He's been hanging around with the bougies. He's ran for office. Let me ask, Will, is there a chance, is there a chance that we could see a relaunch of the Zach Hall for county judge executive in the future. No, but I may run for Senate. Okay. Okay. And that's a, seri- that's you're, a serious you're being thing. Serious. I may run for Senate one day. I'll support that. I'll support And you on the state level or the U.S.? No, uh, U.S. against Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Well, there Seriously. we go. Well, there we go. Everybody and and you hey and have you ever made that announcement like no, publicly? No, not publicly. <laughs> right here on right here. airwaves, Mitch McConnell. Be afraid, be very afraid, because I feel like that if you can make a splash like you did in the county, if you had a national level and the money behind it, man, you and to bring down Mitch. Right to bring down Mitch, that'd be great. All right, well, they're already giving us a look to run us out of the studio. Zach, oh. it's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you for making the trip from Knott County to Lexington, and you're welcome back anytime. I want to have you back to talk about post Swamp People, post Deadliest Catch, and post Bigfoot Expedition. How can we uh, find you on social media? Do you want to give out any social media handles? Uh, juggernaut Instagram. Just Juggernaut, J-U-G-G-E-R-K-N-O-T-T. We give out telephone numbers, too, here on this uh, show. 606 yeah. or not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening to another episode of Off the Cuff. That is Amber Turner. I'm Adam Banks. Thank you, Zach Call. We'll see you in two weeks. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody, right here on Off the Cuff. Have a good one.